0: Welcome to the Berkhamstead Spotlight, Berkhamstead School's podcast channel. Join our weekly guests from inside the classroom to behind the scenes of our day-to-day activities through to life beyond Berkhamstead School. Find out what it's really like to be part of our remarkable community. Remarkable community indeed. In this episode of the Berkhamstead Spotlight, we're talking science with Nicola Nicol. We're going to find out what led her to working in science in education, why it's so important for girls to learn this at school, and how the school goes about keeping girls encouraged about science. But we're also going to hear Nicola's remarkable moment, and the joys she experienced coming back to school after 2020. So let's get into the episode and speak to Nicola right now. Nicola, thank you for joining us here on the podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm really well. Thank you, Simon. And thank you for having me. Uh, We've been back in our Trinity term, the summer term, for about three weeks now. And it's been brilliant to see uh, such, you know, some normal behaviour attending. We've had some clubs come back. Uh, It's been great to see the girls outside cycling, running, Mm -hmm. playing tennis, practising athletics for the sports day. So lots of normal things. And it's been great to be moving towards summer And having the longer days and a little bit more warmth and sunshine has been good.
0: Yeah, I think we all definitely look forward to warmth and sunshine as the summer months come to us, and especially in a school environment, of course. Now, we're looking forward to hearing all about science at the school in particular. But before we get there, could you just tell us a little bit about your own education? So where you went to school and what your first job maybe was after you left school?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I moved around a little bit. Both of my parents were teachers and mm-hmm. so as my father in particular changed jobs and moved up the scale uh, we we changed areas and uh, he ended up becoming a head teacher which has been a real inspiration for me okay. and also great to have someone to to talk to about about the job so i went to um state schools in different counties but very very happy days and uh, in my my experience just part of me wanting to be a head has been wanting to recreate some of those those happy memorable times of of learning and enjoying school and, mm. and taking as many opportunities as, as we can. I ended up going to Liverpool to study biomedical sciences okay. and in fact my first job was as a research scientist in a pharmaceutical company uh, in a development team trying to develop a new vaccine for hepatitis B. So sort of very bizarrely a bizarre connection there and what happened is that in building up these um these vaccines these different parts of the process i was part of a team but we were very isolated and as we worked through our our different processes i realized how important it was for me to work with other people Hmm. and the parts of the job that i really enjoyed was working with others uh, leading a team presenting encouraging and i realized that although i'd been quite uh, resistant to my parents saying I'm sure you want to be a teacher when you grow up I said (laughs) no I won't be because you are (laughs) I I found quickly that it was something that I really wanted to do myself and then I trained to be a teacher a science teacher
0: and then how long have you been teaching for
1: um it's over 20 years now so I I had my first job in 1999 Mm -hmm. Um, my first job was in Thomas's in Clapham and uh, I'd trained to be a secondary school science teacher. And I joined a prep school that went up to year eight. So I had this nice overlap with year seven and eight. Mm. And on my first day of teaching, I was with a year five class and I showed them a, a demonstration experiment. And at the end of it, they all clapped. And I thought, mm. well, this is the job for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you know why they clapped?
1: They were amazing. And, and one of the things that's so wonderful about science and teaching science is the the wonder and amazement of the pupils as they see things happening and and realize what's happening and it opens Mm -hmm. them up to a whole new world so
0: let's talk about science then first of all big question why is science important
1: Well, in my opinion, it's really important because obviously it helps us all to understand the world around us. It's a driver for change, I believe. It improves our lives, increases the quality of our lives. And also in terms of in school studying science, pupils have a chance to problem solve, to make links, to think about logical sequencing and critical thinking, analysing. So there's sort of understanding the world around us and then there's the skills that are needed to, to work through science. And I think actually, if we reflect on the year that we've just had, it's been a long time <coughs> since science and the importance of science was, was in such sharp focus. <laughs> you know, the, um, the pandemic has really illustrated that the people we turn to <coughs> when we come up against these kinds of problems are the scientists. Mm-hmm. And we've all looked to the scientists to make a vaccine in response to the pandemic. And I think that's been a, an amazing platform And something that we can all relate to, we've seen a problem and then we've seen all these really amazing people find a solution to the problem. Mm. And that's affected every single one of us as a global issue.
0: Do you think that pupils in schools can now see the difference that science can make in the world, given that they've been seeing these press briefings on television over the last 12, 18 months of these top scientists sharing their findings with the world?
1: I think so. I think it I think it's something that we can all all relate to and I, I feel that the last year has been such a monumental moment. It's it's almost our generation's equivalent of the landing on the moon or something really mm. extraordinary where mm. we've all watched with bated breath as lots of teams, you know, huge numbers of people have worked behind the scenes to come up with something really quite extraordinary and remarkable. We we were really lucky enough at Heatherton to have a guest speaker online remotely in an assembly professor matthew snape who is leading the um the oxford vaccine group and uh, it was a real privilege to listen to him talking to all the girls about how the group worked on the vaccines the importance of vaccines he was you know such a fascinating person to listen to uh, really inspirational and he talked about you know prevention being better than cure and how He'd gone into medicine because he wanted to help people. He went mm-hmm. into paediatric medicine because he wanted to help children, mm. and then he thought, "What's the best way I could help children?" Uh, and that's actually, you know, helping to prevent disease rather than cure it, and that's what mm-hmm. led him into um, vaccination programmes.
0: Okay, so we've we've seen a lot in the press recently about girls thinking about doing science subjects at GCSE. Why do you think that that's important?
1: I think it's incredibly important. You know, we've long heard about the gender gap between boys and girls Mm. taking up science subjects. And there's been long, you know, debates about the reasons for that, whether it's, you know, the confidence. um, You know, the sciences are are generally considered to be some of the hard subjects, um, perhaps because of their potential to be a bit abstract in, in, you know, physics, chemistry. But I think over the last few years, I think in terms of higher education... I think the gap has closed looking at the, the GCSE results for, mm-hmm. over the last few years. You know, certainly girls have always been a little bit ahead in biology, boys in physics. But there's, I think they're beginning to even out. But where the gap is still very broad is after higher education. It's in, in careers mm. and it's um, something like one in five top jobs in STEM, in science, technology, engineering and maths careers, it's only one in five that are held by women. So although women and men make up 50% of taking science subjects in higher education, it's not translating into careers. And I think that's really why that's an important issue to, to discuss and hopefully to change is because, you know, we really need to rely on a hundred percent of our our human brain power a hundred percent of the skills to make innovation and um, everybody has something to offer everybody has a different viewpoint a different way of thinking a different creativity and a different way of approaching a problem and so i think we need to rely on everybody not just half of our population so mm. i think it's really important to encourage girls to continue their journey in science and we, we were lucky enough at heatherton to have an old Berkhamstedian pupil, it's okay. called Dr. Susie Imber, who is a, a planetary scientist who works wow. uh, in research at the University of Leicester, and she's a you know real wonderful inspiration to the girls at Heatherton,
2: mm. and
1: uh, you know to the girls uh, around the country um, because she has done some incredible research, really fascinating, um, and she spoke to us about some of the things that she's been looking at she's scoped out f- and found new mountain ranges wow. and then climbed them she has been researching how to land rovers onto different planets like mercury um she had a an influence in the the rover that landed on mars and she's um absolutely fascinating to listen to but at the same time she's really relatable she was really good fun a mm-hmm. great speaker uh, she was also on, on TV. She was in a TV show called Astronauts, Do You Have What It Takes?
0: Oh, right, okay.
1: Where she went through a whole series of different activities and tests that she and um, some others were, were put through. And she went on to win win the, the show, win the competition. Oh, wow. To prove that she could be an astronaut, she could train to be an astronaut. Um, yeah, it was yeah. a fascinating show to watch.
0: So that's great to have people like uh, you know a planetary scientist come back and talk to some of the girls but tell me so about some of the other things that you do in school to keep them encouraged and fired up on the subject of science.
1: Absolutely well science is a really strong subject at Heatherton and um, we we start from right at the very beginning so our science specialist teachers will go into the nursery mm-hmm. and we'll start right from the, the very beginning to make sure that we offer the the best opportunity to have the best start in education and they'll go in and and just work through with them about the the world around them and understanding about the basic laws of nature, about gravity and how things work
2: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, and finding the fun in it, understanding how water flows and volume and all these things that children can learn without necessarily knowing that they're learning it Mm -hmm. just through Mm. fun and, and play and it's something that we really have a focus on through assemblies and speakers through some themes in school themes that run through lots of different subjects we're really interested in outdoor learning mm-hmm. and we like to get the girls outside as much as possible and interact with with nature and learn as much as they can in situ but it's something that we we promote through keeping their interest so we had uh, we had some workshops from The Royal Observatory in London uh, online, which was absolutely Mm -hmm. brilliant for the girls to learn about a little bit more about the solar system.
0: You mentioned a couple of minutes ago about STEM. For parents that are listening to this and and they've heard STEM, and you did helpfully explain what STEM was, but can you just unpack what that actually is and how it looks for the girls at Heatherton?
1: Yes, absolutely. So STEM stands for um, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Maths. And those subjects were put together. To help schools to provide a working package across each year group, some schools refer to it as STEAM, they add in art. Okay. And I think that's a really interesting, an interesting one to consider because a lot of people tend to think that science and the creative arts are on the opposite ends of the spectrum, Mm. but many, like me, have the view that they're very closely related and that there is a a creativity in science and technology and engineering maths that's needed to move things forward so traditionally you would learn what has gone before you and what other people have found Mm -hmm. but then there's a sort of higher level thinking where creativity comes in and allows pupils to think how they could apply those previously learnt principles and that's a way of finding out new things and mm. that's how things move forward.
0: So creativity in terms of looking forward as opposed to observing what's already been created and appreciating the the creativity in, such as the intricacies of a, of a baby's ear that's just been born, something like that.
1: Absolutely. The the creativity to think outside of the box and to think of something that hasn't happened before mm. and to th- come up with an original thought is a very creative process. You know, I've read about, you know, Albert Einstein Apparently, was an incredibly creative person, and uh, his theories were actually at the time unproven and completely in his mind and thought out in his creativity. Mm. Um, mm. And it's only since his thoughts and and coming up with those things, coming up with the theories of relativity, that we've been able to prove any any parts of them.
0: Nicola, I'd like to ask you, what's been your remarkable moments
1: at Berkhamsted? One of my remarkable moments has been just actually starting joining the group so I joined the team in September 2020 so mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to to the group and to the school and I was really overwhelmed by the support and welcome that I was offered and the thoughtfulness of the team so so from the the sort of staff and an adult team perspective I had this incredible welcome from you know flowers and um, when my husband and I first moved into our new house Uh, Because we were new to the area, we were given a a meal and uh, all sorts of lovely touches like that Mm. that made me feel really welcome and part of a really supportive, fantastic team of people to work with. And then in in getting to know the school, the staff and the girls, the Heatherton has got such a special feel. Everybody who comes here comments on there's something so special about it. It's really hard to put your finger on what it is, Mm. but it's that. It's that extra thing. You walk in and it's it's a wonderful place to be. Through lockdown, I spent lots of time remotely going into other classes and meeting up with teachers and girls through remote learning online. And uh, I helped out in the year five form class. Mm-hmm. And I had the privilege of, of spending some one-to-one time with lots of different pupils. One of the things that really blew me away was the girls attitude their positivity that they Mm. they still had this joie de vivre they still had this joy of learning and the positives that they found they they adapted Mm -hmm. they were there they were keen they were keen to join in to the extent where uh, in one science lesson they're all holding their cameras trying to show each other the parachutes that they'd made to try to get a, a boiled egg to land safely having been thrown out of a window or off the end of the, the staircase
0: <laughs> without cracking do you mean <laughs> without cracking
1: <laughs> so it was lovely to share those experiences with them and I think there were what what struck me as remarkable was the girls mm. continued joy in mm. learning
0: what's been one of the best things about school starting to return to normal in the first half of 2021 following the pandemic of 2020
1: well it's been an extraordinary year and as i mentioned i was new to the to the school in september so i joined as we were returning after the first lockdown and it came with a a sort of anticipation and hesitancy in in the community Um, and everybody was united in in our desire to be in school but also concerned to make sure we were doing the right thing following the guidelines and staying safe Uh, and keeping everybody safe and well Mm -hmm. and obviously You know, more so than ever, the the, um, emphasis was on safety Mm. and health um, rather than education and and safety being taken into consideration. Mm. So it was a really, really strange time. Um, And then obviously we went into the second lockdown and the community again really pulled together. And I think that's something really special about the Heatherton community is that the pupils and staff and parents pulled together in in such an amazing way. We all realised that this was a difficult time. the parents were so supportive of the teachers and would regularly send positive messages to say you know we're really grateful for everything you're doing, you're doing a fantastic job and thank you and uh, we equally were very grateful to them uh, for their support obviously with the the younger years the girls need a lot of help needed Mm -hmm. help to log on and to to take part and to interact with the online learning but we pulled together as a a community and uh, it's just fantastic now to feel that we that you know the vaccination program has come such a long way mm, we're really yeah. far down the road with you know the government's roadmap mm. and we really can see the light at the end of the tunnel so <clears> it's just fabulous to be to be in school everybody's very grateful to be in school and to see some normality returning in, in clubs and activities and trips mm. and visits as we move towards the summer
0: nicola tell me one thing you've changed your mind about over the last couple of years
1: I think, like everybody else I've had a, a chance to reflect again as as life has slowed down. I think we probably would all agree that we we live most most of us live quite busy frenetic lives and uh, modern life can can be like that and I think going through the lockdown periods I think slowed everybody down and gave us a chance to take a breath and reflect on what's important and I think for me it was a chance to just reflect again on what's important to me, you know, thinking about family and friends and spending time with people and values and experiences rather than some of the things we can all get sidetracked with.
2: Mm.
1: So I think rather than changing my mind about something, I think just having a chance <clears throat> to reflect and remind myself of what's important has <clears throat> been a really, you know, an interesting part. <clears throat> I think it's, it's it has been a remarkable year for the for the country when we had these events like Captain Tom Moore and, mm. and people who, who stood out, um, you know, appreciating the NHS, these moments, these poignant moments where we appreciate other people,
2: yeah. what,
1: what they've done. A positive upspin of, of the last year has been us coming together as a community and appreciating each other and appreciating your neighbours, appreciating the people mm. who live on your street mm. and the ability to spend time with other people
0: just got to make sure that we hold on to some of those good things we picked up in the last 12 18 months
1: absolutely i hope we will
0: we need to bring this to a close in a minute but for anyone who's heard anything and might want to get in touch with any questions about anything at all what's the best way for them to get in touch with you
1: Well, if you have a look at our website, we have an email address and telephone numbers to contact our admissions or to contact Heatherton School directly. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to see you. We are offering tours, personalised tours, and we do have open days coming up. So please do get in touch and we can provide you with any information or or to come in and, and have a look, which would be ideal.
0: Nicola look thank you for your time it's been really good to hear about STEM it's been great to hear about life at school uh, it's been great to hear about you as well so thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you very much it's been a pleasure.
0: And that was Nicola Nicole head teacher of Hetherton talking about the importance of science in school. Thank you Nicola for coming onto this episode of the podcast. If you have any questions at all about this episode about anything you've heard then feel free to contact the school directly. All the details are on the school's website. And also, don't forget that if you're not yet following this podcast channel, then now is the time to do so, because then when the next episode is released, you'll just receive a small notification just to let you know that it's available, which means you won't miss it. But that's for the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.